Good evening, everyone. We have a very special guest with us tonight, a visionary leader who is passionate about social causes and is making a difference. She is a sincere advocate uh, for closing the gender gap, diversity, inclusion, and sustainability, and is dedicatedly working in creating a bridge between locals and the internationals. Let's meet the person behind the innovative platform, International Cafe of Field Home in Eindhoven. Dr. Miriam Frossi, Councillor, City of Eindhoven, who is also the Innovation Manager at the Ministry of Infrastructure. Welcome to the show, Miriam. It's a pleasure to have you on our show. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you very much. What an honor. <laughs> Thank you. Miriam, we have a signature feature on our tea talk show. We ask the guests about their special or a favorite tea or chai. So which is your favorite tea? Can you please share us with our viewers and the mm -hmm. listeners on the UFO Brainport? I love uh, um, espresso. I'm Italian, which is coffee, but I also like tea. <laughs> And I have to say, when I was a, a little girl, my mom used to make uh, black tea with a lot of with uh, a lot of uh, sugar. I know it's bad, <laughs> and uh, a little bit of lemon juice, and I I still love it. Um, and I stopped drinking for a while, and then I got pregnant, and I couldn't drink coffee anymore. I couldn't. Uh, the taste of coffee was terrible, and I learned from a friend of mine, Stephanie, to drink green coffee. And she was just, she came just back from uh, Japan. So I, now I, I have to say, I love green uh, coffee, uh, green tea, sorry. But I also like uh, coffee with ginger and honey. Really nice. Oh. So actually I, I like uh, all the things that are drinkable. <laughs> <laughs> a very good evening to you, Miriam, and a very good evening to uh, our listeners. We are so delighted to have you with us, Miriam. And uh, as we were just discussing, I will definitely um, uh, invite you for a masala chai, which you wanted to try, Indian masala chai. I can't wait. <laughs> Coming uh, to actually uh, the tea talk conversation with you. Uh, Miriam, people are apprehensive to join politics. They are kind of a bit yeah. maybe scared to join politics, but tell us about your journey or any particular reason for you to be in politics. Yeah. Now, my name is Miriam Frosi, and uh, in the last uh, eight years, I've been really active in uh, politics uh, in my city, a city I, I call uh, my adoptive city because my roots uh, are in Italy. I was uh, born in, uh, in uh, the neighbor of Milano, Gorgonzola. And uh, I grew up there, I studied there. And um, when I was uh, 24, I, I decided to go to study abroad, abroad. And I studied in Roskilde University, close to Copenhagen in Denmark. And actually I didn't study a lot because I felt in love with the most beautiful man of this world, which happens to be my husband and the father of my three children. Uh, it was really a nice adventure because it was, uh, um, for me, for the first time, I was really with a lot of international students coming from all over the world and all over Europe, and we had to work together, and uh, I, we, we made wonderful things. And I, I really uh, experienced by myself how important it is to be in a diverse group, to work together with different people coming from different culture and studying different uh, uh, studies and, and topics. Um, 
I was really proud to be part of of that um, of that group. Um, and I I always been I've never been afraid to talk uh, to the teachers or to to go in public and talk because uh, I was uh, uh, always the paladin of of the right things and uh, I I wanted to to talk to for the students and things like that so I I always have this, these things in uh, in in me um, and I have to say uh, I always loved people and and all the people elder people young and uh, i like to listen to, to to stories to what they they are, their experience are in a, in our city for instance but uh, uh, life stories everything and i'm when i got to know this uh, difficult dutch language uh, uh, better i thought uh, now i think i will follow my my dream and I will go and I will try to go in politics. I studied in uh, Italia, in Milano, at the University, Università Cattolica del Sacro Cuore, uh, economics and politics. And my idea was once I, I, will, uh, I will be a minister or things like that. And then I moved to the Netherlands because my husband is Dutch mm -hmm. and actually was temporary. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I got to uh, to learn the language, I I decided to to go in politics. And uh, I hope that um, everybody want to participate. And uh, it doesn't matter like you do. Doesn't matter what you do, but you are uh, also building a lot of bridges between the experts and uh, and the locals, mm -hmm. showing what is going on in our city. So. That's the reason why I choose to to become a counselor. And also you are a people's person. So you want yeah. to be with them, for them, yeah. to work for them. Yes. There are many different kinds of politics. There are some that are staying in a, in an office or upstairs in a room and they are studying all the books, which are also great. Huh? But I'm I have to be among, I have to be between and together people and uh, listening from them what is going on and then i i try to to bring their problems or even their success uh, under the attention of the council interesting so uh, miriam as internationals uh, many of us are not aware of how does a dutch political system works so we are really curious including me <laughs> to know how the system <laughs> operates how does it all work? Um, for me, it was, uh, was also really interesting to, uh, to become a counselor and to understand better all, all these levels. We have actually three levels, the local level, and we decide uh, at a municipal level, for instance, uh, where do we, what, what we do with, with our park, uh, our school buildings, how can we make it uh, healthier with more ventilation? nowadays with COVID, of course, or sports, uh, or uh, there are many uh, local uh, issues that we can discuss. How can we help people that are having, uh, that are staying in a bad conditions or are can, uh, uh, yeah, uh, there are many <laughs> political uh, local issues, issues of the city. We are in the Brainport region and we have a lot of experts and a lot of international coming over. And we are also discussing how can we make this uh, place 
a warm place for everybody so that it knows it's not important where you're coming from but when you're in our city then you feel like uh, that you are being accepted and and uh, and you will like it and you will belong to the city i loved one um, once um, uh, a friend of mine said i'm not uh, I, I don't want to become a dutch i want to become Eindhovenar, uh, which is uh, really funny. Um, then we have the after this local uh, municipal uh, level, we have the region, and they decide mainly about uh, safety issue and transport network. And then we have the uh, the Dutch uh, the Dutch level. So you you will have what you probably hear every time uh, the the de Kamer uh, and uh, with the ministers. And at the uh, um, region level, you, we have the Gedeputeerde with the uh, provincial uh, state. And, uh, and then you have uh, in the local, you have the Ratslede, which has the consular and elderman and the mayor. Um, these are the, the three levels and we work all, all together. We have, of course, uh, different um, topics, but uh, what I do is uh, to make sure that people in Eindhoven as a, uh, uh, enough uh, house uh, if uh, housing problems are solved uh, and uh, uh, what you what you have to keep in mind is not to solve a problem that is coming today and you want to solve it tomorrow but try to have a vision on the city and and try to have uh, uh, close your eyes and uh, imagine a place where everybody is uh, breathing fresh air uh, which uh, no pollution and with everybody is different and still living together, respecting uh, each other. And how do you reach this? Then you have to 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 think about um, all different uh, topics that can be social security, safety, and uh, even transport and logistic internationalization of the city. So these are really important topics that are really um, dear to me. And I want to make uh, a little difference because I'm just a person, but I think everybody can make uh, a little uh, step to make the difference in, uh, in the city. Correct. Um, uh, Miriam, you've been working on multiple projects. One such project is Sustainability E40 project. Uh, can you share the steps that were implemented recently to um, reach the climate agreement and uh, the upcoming benefits in the uh, near future? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. We are from one of the smartest cities, the smartest region of, uh, of the world. Uh, a few years ago, uh, ago, we were the smartest city. And um, we, we don't have just to be smart, but we have uh, to, um, to create um, awareness that everybody has to, to make a little step to uh, reduce uh, the CO2 emission. And if you look at Eindhoven, the biggest emission are uh, by building 53% more or less, mobility 30% and the rest is industry 20%. And Eindhoven has, a, has also a goal because I always say, Okay, we have to, to work all together. And um, what is important is to think globally and act local. 
there are some uh, requirements that we signed on the Paris Agreement goals mm -hmm. and Eindhoven, our little city, has to work hard, has to work hard to uh, mm -hmm. permit the energy transition. So we are, um, we are creating some uh, neighbors that are just using uh, energy and uh, they are not using gas anymore and fossil uh, things. Uh, we are creating um, some uh, uh, green uh, roofs all over the city. We are helping electrical public transport. There are many charging points for electrical vehicle. Uh, there are many clean taxis and clean scooters. You see all around these green scooters that, uh, that, uh, that, that are yes. using all the guys and, uh, in the city. Uh, we are doing a lot of things it costs a lot of money and it is important that the local is connecting to the um, Dutch politician because then they can get some more uh, subsidies and uh, money to make this all those things possible in my because I'm also working for Rijkswaterstaat which is a part of uh, the Ministry of in Infrastructure mm -hmm. and last time I was uh, I'm also innovation manager I was so delightful because uh, we are uh, we have to uh, use the um, uh, asphalt we want to use asphalt for 100% again and again and again and we create we create not not me but uh, <laughs> uh, to in a team together with a team um, like a little train which uh, makes the old asphalt warm then it mm -hmm. Uh, destroyed in little pieces. They put bitume, which is uh, like a um, lame. What is a lame? A glue, and and then you put uh, you use oh, all okay, this yeah. thing. Yeah, all the this as old asphalt and this uh, glue again on uh, on our highways. And this is not hundred percent mm -hmm. uh, reuse asphalt. So I'm yeah I'm uh, extremely proud because. Uh, we uh, we have this agreement in 2030. We have to reduce uh, uh, this um, use uh, of 55 uh, percent, and in 2050 of 95 percent. And in with one measure, we have 100 percent immediately. So uh, I'm really proud of it. <laughs> and I think it's. Uh, I mean, these are big things that uh, you you can do for the with the ministry, and we can you can do with uh, with uh, the the municipal hall. But even it start in my own uh, kitchen and uh, uh, just uh, put a, a scarf <laughs> and uh, one degree lower, it helps. It just a little bit. It helps, but it helps right. uh, a yes. lot. Or take the bike yes. sometimes. Sometimes I'm uh, I'm also lazy and it's cold and I want to take the car, but I think okay now I put another scarf and gloves and I go with a with a bike and at the end I'm really really proud of myself because I also move myself and uh, I feel better. So it's good for uh, mentally and physically. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think each one of us, uh, in even a small way or a big way, we all should contribute and we should all go yeah. for sustainability and to the circular economy. So sure. whatever way each one of us contribute is important and small steps just go big way. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Miriam, you have mentioned about labor exploitation in Eindhoven mm. and in the SRE uh, municipalities. 
And yeah. uh, we have um, also read that for the first time in the history of Dutch municipalities, local complaints point, which is the contact point 040, has opened this year. Can you uh, tell us uh, more about it? I uh, this was uh, the initiative, my initiative, and together with uh, Mariana Boonen, uh, CDA, um, we study, we made a research about labor exploitation because a lot of people think that the labor exploitation does not exist in a, such a smart uh, country, is in a, such a smart region, and uh, and uh, surely not in Eindhoven. Uh, the city of uh, of design of uh, of glow of innovation, but uh, they are mistake. They've been mistaken because uh, labor exploitation exists. Exists uh, exactly uh, if you open the door and and you go outside and if you think okay the the picnic uh, it's not that I'm talking about pic the picnic uh, girl of uh, the the ball.com or the present that are coming has to be packed picked up and there are many people that are working many people are working in good conditions but there are still too many that are be that have been exploited and uh, um, even these um, contracts are flexible and sometimes today they have a job and tomorrow it's not just a job they have a job and a housing and the day after they don't have no job and no roof above their head and they are actually on the street we also see an increasing of uh, uh, homeless people, and these are actually these workers that are coming from, uh, especially uh, Bulgaria, Romania, po uh, Poland, Italy, Spain, and they, in one day, they don't have anything more and nothing more. In my research, I realized that I, there are three main problems. The first of all is they don't know the language, so when you're working, you can hear 20 different languages, but no Dutch. So the, the communication is, uh, is difficult. And there are many um, TAL courses, there are language uh, courses that I can follow. Uh, at the library, for instance, there are many possibilities to learn the language and it is important because otherwise you, you also, many of these people sign a contract, which is crazy, which, uh, um, which is really not human, let's say. And so it's important to, to know the language or to help at the, at the beginning ask to somebody, is this possible? Is this correct? And the second problem is housing. There are many uh, people that are coming here and there are these Oitsemburo, um, which are a temporary mm -hmm. agency, mm -hmm. and they give a job. And they give uh, even um, a little place to live, little. You you have to share it with people that you don't know, mm -hmm. uh, even women with uh, with men. Uh, I know you don't really you don't really feel safe. I I talked to many women. They said in the evening the only thing you you do because uh, uh, most of the time you are in the middle of nowhere. Uh, in an industrial uh, park or in a camping and the only thing that they do is yeah most of them is drinking and you don't really don't feel safe uh, there's also this psychological aspect that has to be um, keep, kept in mind and uh, in Eindhoven we have a flex Vone, which is uh, going really good they uh, offer a place for people that are just staying here for a short period 
which is fine. And the third problem is the um, all the institutions like inspection, like uh, the Gemente, the municipality all, and um, they have to work police. Uh, they have to work all together, but it is a chain. It is a chain, but there is one chain um, piece which is the city hall that it doesn't work really well. Um, and at the end, I asked to the to the municipality all, what do we do? What is our policy around uh, labor exploitation? Mm. And at the time, there was not really a, a policy. And I said, we, uh, and I talked to inspection, which is another ministry. And they said, we will be really uh, happy if uh, the municipality could help us to uh, take this uh, criminal. They are exploiting people. And the municipality hall is not doing the work of inspection. I want to be clear, but they create this local place, local reporting uh, point, a locate, where all the people in all the language can go physically and tell their story. Because uh, um, if you think of the iceberg, uh, the, the, the top of the iceberg is, uh, uh, yeah, has to be, uh, taken and uh, the, the criminal has to stop because the criminal at the end are taking advantage not just of these people that are working hard at uh, the craziest uh, time uh, uh, but they they are also uh, ruining the market of the good uh, uh, employer em mm -hmm. employer so at yeah. the end uh, this point is uh, has been open and uh, it start working actually at the uh, beginning of uh, April, March, okay. April. And uh, I know that uh, already nearly 47 uh, persons went there. Mm -hmm. There is also a possibility to uh, to do it online because there are many people there that are a little bit afraid to show up. And then you can do it from your, from your computer. Yes. Exactly, and I'm really proud of, okay. of this, and I'm I'm curious. Uh, I, I hope that uh, the criminals will stop. Mm, I have to be honest. Have Sorry. Now this the, there is this legislation. Excuse me, legislation that it is um, uh, most of the time criminals knows exactly what they can do, and uh, this legislation has to be sharper. I think. So they find the loopholes in between and they make take advantage of it. That's what you mean. Exactly. So, uh, has there been any success stories in this case? As you mentioned, like 47 people have um, filed the complaint. So there have been some success rate for this. I've uh, I've heard one, uh, just one person. I don't know everybody, <laughs> uh, but uh, um, yes, yes. at the end, uh, there are some sad stories like um, uh, Maria, a girl from uh, from Greece. Uh, she called me and she mm -hmm. said, I have to get out and tomorrow I don't have a, a house. I don't have a place to, to stay. Um, and the day after she she flew back to, to Greece, uh, which is a pity because uh, she said, I, I, I really like Eindhoven, um, but the condition she was she was working was was terrible, and there are some others that uh, uh, succeeded succeeded in 
stopping this um, dependency. Because if you have the house, the job, and even the transport to your job, then the dependency on, on this uh, organization is too big. And they succeeded mm -hmm. in, uh, uh, they started in, uh, buying uh, their own uh, uh, scooter. And so they could go uh, by themselves to the to the job and back, and uh, they ran together with uh, three or four friends uh, uh, a little apartment, and then uh, they they are now having uh, successful and they, they got at the end another job, and uh, now they are having a nice time in Eindhoven and they are also really participating a lot. Uh, another Maria, uh, she's uh, she's really a good example of. Uh, uh, a happy story. Yeah. Um, now we are very sure uh, of the reason you have joined politics. You always wanted to work for social causes and the betterment of the society. We are in conversation with Miriam Frozzi. She has a lot more stories to tell. But first, let's listen to her favorite song, Don't Stop <laughs> Till You Get Enough by Michael Jackson. And we'll be back. Well, uh, welcome back. We are in conversation with Dr. Miriam Frosi, Councillor City of Eindhoven. Um, so we'll uh, ask you a question, Miriam. That would you call yourself a feminist? Yes, I'm. Uh, I'm proud to be a feminist. I am a feminist. Sure, sure. <laughs> and what does feminism mean to you? I think I'm. In a few words, uh, it's freedom. It's freedom. It's the uh, regardless of the gender, you you can become what you want. You don't have to be um, the stereotype of what the society wants you to be. You have to be what you want to be. And at the end, um, I'm really sad when I read uh, some figures about uh, uh, managerial uh, position. And uh, still, it's uh, about 26, 27 uh, percent uh, are women. Um, True. in the in the Netherlands yeah and I mm. think we it has to be much more even in politician so my question is that uh, the percentage of female representation yeah. uh, in the house of representative is 30 percent as you mentioned also uh, so uh, there are so many fewer women which hold the position of power so what is your view on that that's what I was asking oh thank you thank you for repeating the question it's too low. It's simply too low because uh, if we want a real democratical system with uh, the right decision, mm -hmm. women are hardly needed. Um, I have to say that uh, I'm also working uh, for uh, as a mentor for STEM uh, Open Frau, which mm -hmm. uh, means uh, vote a woman. And uh, um, I noticed that uh, a lot of women are not really are a little bit insecure because they're just they're just this uh, stereotype of a political man, uh, gray hair, uh, 50 years old, which is so uh, that he knows everything. But at the end, at the end, um, he doesn't know anything if he doesn't work with a woman. Uh, uh, the, the, the women as another um, way to approach a problem problem uh to, they they listen to all the stories that are coming and then they put all together and they use also not just the ratio but even their heart uh, and then in between you will find the right solution i think that uh, women as to um and i want to actually to inspire them to to try to go there you know 
even my English is really bad, but I'm I'm trying, and uh, I'm nobody's dying. And uh, I mean, it can be it can be really exciting, and it can, can be really you can become really nervous, but uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's uh, most of the time is inside of you, and people that don't don't see that. And uh, and even if you fail, and even if you you're stuck, we are all human being, and. I really would like uh, to inspire uh, women uh, to to participate and to come in politics. That's why uh, now there is COVID, but uh, I hope the next time you will come and you will be my guest at uh, Krast van der Raad, which is the guest of the councillor, and we will explain uh, much more about Karishma. You are really interested so about the political system. I will I will go in detail, and and we will be in English. In English, yeah. yes, in English, yeah. inclusive communication. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it ironic that um, uh, like every piece of policy that is made, proposed, adopted and voted on is like done in a male environment? Yeah, 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 it uh, is. Are it... outnumbered by men even in the European Union institutions also. But even at my job, I'm working with uh, technical uh, uh, engineering. And like today, I had this uh, big meeting with uh, 12 person. I was the only woman. Okay, Miriam. So we were talking about how women are outnumbered by men within the EU institutions. And this means that actually every piece of policy which they make or propose or adopt or vote, that is done. So what exactly. do you have to say about that? Yeah, I was saying um, that I, I think it's, uh, it's important that uh, all the women are aware of the choice that they make. Because uh, if you think about the Dutch uh, women population, they are uh, the the women that are working less of all Europe. They are they decide after having a children or to to go to work part time one or two or three days a week, which is nice, which is uh, which is fair. I also did it as well, but uh, it was not really. Um, I was not aware about my um, the cut of my of my career, and I mean. Do and take your the right decision, but be aware of the uh, consequences. And at the end, uh, it's your own decision, so it's a good decision. But uh, I think that um, it is always so easy. Eh? You get a, a child, and and the husband works part work uh, works um, full time, and and the women do not work or stop working, even if they are high educated. We see it a lot of expats that are coming from abroad, and uh, the, the most of the time is uh, the spouses are taking care about the house and the children. And at the beginning, is of course, is good, but if it takes too long, and if you are not doing and you're not participating in the city or in the place where you go to live, then you will become depressed because you have a lot in you, and you cannot give it to the other. And I think in uh, all the human beings need a human being and need to be related uh, to each other and uh, to yeah to, to participate in uh, in the society where they are in where they're living in. Before we move forward, Miriam, we are getting lots of responses from our Facebook viewers. I would like to uh, talk about that. Chetali says, hi, Miriam. Wonderful to listen to you. The work with labor exploitation that you have initiated is quite effective. Thanks. 
Thanks. And um, uh, Sean Paul says very interesting that Miriam both is active as a politician and at the same time works for a ministry as an innovation manager. The latter is supposed to be a non-political neutral organization where she may have to manage projects that deviate from her own political views. As a politician, on the other hand, she wants to influence projects with a political idea in mind. Is that a hard combination? Does it require a split mind and a professional attitude? Uh, it might be, but I'm lucky because uh, what I want in politics is uh, to make um, uh, a better place and, and a, a cleaner place. Uh, I want in politics to have uh, less CO2 emission and, um, and I want to, to, to create a circular economy in politician and Lucky enough, I have the same goals <laughs> and the same aim in my work. But I can imagine sometimes, um, if I'm honest, if, if uh, in politics we talk about uh, connecting, for instance, the highway to to the city, and uh, how can uh, and I know too many information, then I'm a professional. So I say I don't talk and uh, I'm out. I'm out of discussion. So I think it's uh, if you are transparent and you you just do your job and you you say i i cannot i cannot do this i i leave it to other colleagues then it's fine and uh, it, it, just a little question in my in politics my decision are taken with my heart and if it doesn't uh, uh, match with my heart and with my passion then uh, i can make a, I, I can also make a decision which is uh, which is different than other colleagues and uh, in the last four years, it was always in line with all the political party and my colleagues. Interesting. And Kavita says you are a fire, st fire starter, uh, Miriam. Keep <laughs> doing the good work you do. Yeah, all these people that I wrote are, are also really stars to be a really important writer. And uh, they, all are, really... they all recognize your work. Uh, thank you. Thank you a lot. This, uh, <laughs> this uh, wow. means a lot to me. Miriam, a major concern these days, and I personally have to talk about this topic, is the shortage of housing, houses mm -hmm. and rising prices in the housing society. What are your thoughts? I personally, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for, for a house and, and I'm personally experiencing it. I know, I know this is a big problem. And uh, if you switch on the radio, on the television, you see all the people that are uh, that are complaining and they are saying, uh, and I really believe that uh, um, we have a, a big problem, especially in Brainport, because uh, all the, the brains, the, the expats, the internationals, uh, and uh, uh, everybody is coming to this radio because it's a, a really attractive and, uh, and it, the economy is, uh, is great. But the, there, is, there is the other side of, uh, of the coin that uh, the, the shortage of uh, housing is, uh, is enormous. And let's also talk about the students. We have uh, something like uh, uh, about uh, 33,400 students. And uh, uh, even with COVID, we, we, the number is just increasing, it's increasing, increasing. What I really do think is uh, like uh, yesterday, uh, there was this uh, Terry Boyd from Dispatches Europe also said, it's not just the Eindhoven problem, it's a regional problem. Mm -hmm. So I, I also ask to the municipality to create a regional task force 
uh, with all together and have a look at how can we solve these problems. We also got uh, a lot of uh, uh, euros uh, uh, to create uh, uh, before 20, 30, uh, 27,000 houses. And we are starting starting building you. So you see, if you walk around, everywhere is uh, full of uh, uh, every uh, yeah houses are like uh, mushrooms are coming all all over the places. And uh, even in in the centrum is what we call the verdichting, which is uh, we put a lot of houses and uh, in front of the municipal hall. And uh, if you look, for instance, it's stray pest. And the nice things that I really, really like is that in these nice houses, we have 20% of social houses. It, it can be more. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, we have uh, high, high uh, middle uh, and average price and high prices. So it is nice to, to mix, uh, to mix all, um, all the incomes together to create uh, uh, different uh, differences and not just to create a ghetto where all the people that uh, with socializes are together, but uh, just uh, uh, mix uh, all these uh, wonderful um, citizens. And, but if you ask me, Karishma, right now I want a house, then it's, a prob it's, it's for many people a problem. Uh, as I told you, I would like uh, also to push on transformation. There are still many buildings old schools for instance that are empty they take them take them and uh, and uh, make sure that uh, these old houses are transformed in uh, in uh, in uh, old uh, excuse me uh, old um, buildings are transformed in houses but mm -hmm. but i just have a little uh, uh, question i'm really afraid because we are going to build a lot of high building. I'm not against mm -hmm. high building. Perfect. But I'm, I don't want people that are coming here to become a number. Because if you go and you live at uh, uh, floor 27 in a studio, which is uh, 20 uh, square meter, I'm really afraid that um, I want to, um, to have inno innovative uh, uh, builders and that can create houses where people meet each other and and they get this sense of belonging oh yes we are from uh, i don't know student house of x or building uh, building philips or whatever it might be because this is really important we have we are facing an end of and a lot of uh, problems with loneliness not just among all elderly people but even among young people and this is scary. This scary means, um, and it's not just international, but even Dutch students. And this is a this is a problem. But uh, Karishma, I don't have a house for you right now. But uh, <laughs> I hope you will solve this problem. And um, what I said is, uh, let's uh, talk together and let's talk to the university and to these uh, old schools about uh, educational organization. But let's talk about the ASML, ISML, and NXP, and all these uh, um, big uh, companies, which has to take their own responsibility. It's not. It's not just uh, uh, let everybody come over. Just uh, it's not enough. 
you have to be sure that they that they have uh, more than that in schools and uh, we can do it all together it's not just the municipal all and everybody has to take their own responsibility well you're inspiring many but uh, miriam can i ask you who is your role model Ooh, <laughs> it's, yeah, um, I'm really uh, in love with the family, the Obama family. Michelle oh, Obama. Michelle. <laughs> she's oh. a great, uh, she's a great person. And uh, yeah, in uh, I read her book. Um, she's not a politician. She doesn't like politics, <laughs> but uh, she's really inspired me because uh, I really believe that uh, uh, Obama is a, was a, a great president of the United States of America, but mm -hmm. he wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be gone so far without uh, such a strong, beautiful lady uh, yeah. close to him. She was uh, um, giving a strong um, power to the message of Obama. She was mm -hmm. the the power uh, close to him i think she was much more powerful but anyway <laughs> she she was creating really bridges uh, between uh, all uh, uh, all kind of communities black communities white communities and uh, i i i get inspired and uh, i can read her book uh, 10 times and um, i i really like her and uh, uh, mahatma gandhi Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. is also an inspiring figures in the history and uh, the piece uh, that um, these are two really inspiring people for me, uh, a woman and a man. <laughs> how how can how can be great to solve problems uh, and just with a peaceful action, just talking. And I believe in in the uh, power of the words. Miriam, actually, we are running out of time, and maybe very quickly, if you have any message for our listeners. Yeah, it's never too late to participate, and please, because I think we we just talk. Uh, it's we just talk about a few things. We have a lot of talks to do more. And um, time ago, four years ago, when I was running into election, I realized that. Uh, Everybody, every experts were throwing away the ballots. And I said, why? I said, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what is written here. So it was in Dutch. And of course, they couldn't read that uh, this was a powerful document of their democratic power. They can decide. They can make a change. They can vote me, of course, next time because I'm running <laughs> <laughs> the election again. Of they, they can vote uh, somebody else. And um, in order to uh, let them realize what they are throwing away, something that in some other countries is not possible. Uh, and if you think that women are just uh, in the last hundred years allowed to vote, uh, which is uh, incredible, and, and still there are many people that are throwing away these uh, ballots, mm -hmm. I think, oh, don't do it, don't do it. And I will translate the, uh, the program of uh, election programs uh, in English so that they can realize what we do and uh, how do you want how do we want to create bridges between uh, uh, different cultures and don't forget because to build bridges 
you need both sides. And so I reach my hand, take it and participate and your, contact me. <laughs> your passion for citizens, Miriam, well-being uh, is commendable. We can see you have put your heart and soul into the betterment of society. A very thank you for joining us tonight and sharing your thoughts, knowledge and experiences with us tonight. As Miriam says, participation is really important. So contribute in any manner you can to make the surroundings a better place to live. This is Karishma with signing off with a promise to be back next week with another interesting topic and thought-provoking guest and topics. Have a nice weekend and stay safe. Good night.